Welcome to Glitch Cooper, a gaming podcast, and each week we take a deeper look into the art of video games. I'm Christian. I'm Chris. And welcome back to another fun and exciting week, you guys. Guess what? It's celebration week for us. Uh, this is actually our birthday week. Yay. Yay. It's so exciting and so crazy to think that it has been one year since we posted our first episode and we have not missed a week. <laughs> we have gone strong this whole time and we've been having a lot of fun doing it. Some crazy stuff has been made. We've made a lot of progress with our show, at least I feel like. And I feel like we're, we're really found out what we want to be as a show in a whole, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, What's your views on this past year? How do you feel it's gone? Are you happy with everything or what's going on? What's on your mind? But uh I I've really enjoyed it. You know, I I always wanted to do something like this. Like I always wanted to like just be able to talk about games and my interests and I never really thought of doing a podcast. Honestly, I always was like, okay, Twitch, YouTube, you know, stuff like that. But doing this, it like the first couple episodes we did, I was like, this is cool. Mm -hmm. Like, this is different. And I was, I'm a person that never really listened to podcasts that much before. And with doing this, it's actually made me listen to a lot of other podcasts. And I feel like I've learned a lot as well about everything. But bringing it back to us, it's, I don't know. It's been awesome. Like, I feel like with every episode, like, I feel like we're just getting better. And I don't know. I'm just really happy with the direction. Like, I feel, especially maybe the past couple months, it's gotten, it's kind of hard to describe, but I feel like like everything's like clicking in place, right? Yeah. Like, it just feels easier. Yeah, that's kind of what I've been feeling lately, too, where it's not like it doesn't feel like it's such a like a like work almost. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a couple episodes there that felt kind of like work. And I in the early days, especially for me, like the editing of the episodes, because I was learning as I was going. And that's why you might hear a weird jump between one episode (laughs) to the next as far as audio quality and how things sound. Um, speaking of how things sound, I'm also sick, um, continuing on that trend from last week, uh, but don't worry, I'm fine, I'll, but that just shows you how our recording schedule goes, <laughs> so <laughs> you'll hear my sick voice for two weeks, but um, anyway, that the the audio quality is something that I've been really, really focusing on, and Chris can speak to this, like it's something I'm always mm-hmm. like bugging about and testing out new microphones and trying to figure out the best way to do this because I want to make sure that you, the listener, are getting the best like experience. Like I r- absolutely loved audiobooks before I found podcasts. Um, I would ride my bike to work a lot, and I used to have about an hour and a half bike ride each way when I um, to work. So I'd ride my bike for three hours a day. And I would listen to audiobooks the whole time. And after a while, like, you know, your free books would run out or I didn't want to spend much money on audiobooks. I eventually found podcasts. And then that that opened like the floodgates for me. I was like, oh my God, there's a top there's a podcast on everything. It's like whatever <laughs> I want to listen to. 
And then I found like a D&D actual play podcast and realized like, mm-hmm. oh, I, what originally drew me to those is that they have uh, like hundreds and hundreds of episodes. So I didn't have to worry about running out of content. That's what I loved about it. Hmm. And then I remember like we have been talking about doing something together for so long while we were at work. Yeah. It was like months where we were like brainstorming different ideas. And I still love every single one of those ideas that we came up with. I think they're all like gems on their own. Uh, but w- one day I think we both just decided like all these other projects are really big, right? Like they're, mm-hmm. they're big projects. But this podcast, all we have to do is get a mic, record it, and just fucking do it. And that's exactly what we did. I was like, okay, like we stopped talking about it. We just did it. And then now we are one year into this, which is amazing. I'm like so excited the fact that we met that milestone. We haven't missed a week, which is amazing to me. And we also started a second show, which is nuts. And if you guys haven't heard that second show, be sure to check it out. It's the Murder of Grey podcast, uh, where we talk about different moral and ethical dilemmas and have fun while we do it. We make like kind of idiots of ourselves, which is fine. Yeah. So, All the time. Yeah, a lot. Especially last week's. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that was a fun <laughs> one. But um, what was one of your biggest struggles um over this past year uh, when it came to podcasting? Uh I feel like my audio, I felt like I was never really happy with how like you did a good job at fixing my voice, but like when I would try to do it like play around on my own, I just couldn't get it. Mm-hmm. Um I feel like another thing it's I get so many like topics in my head or thoughts and I'm just like, Oh, I want to do this. I want to do this. And for the longest time I didn't write these down. So then when we would start brainstorming for an episode, I would forget all these ideas and it's, I don't know. I almost wish like we could do more in a sense. Cause I'm like, dude, I just want to keep talking and talking about all this different stuff, yeah. you know, but at the same time, you know, you don't want to have content coming out every day, but honestly, like I never, I never really felt like a struggle that much with this. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's busy work, but it's fun work. So it doesn't really feel like work. Right. And I mean, I think the hardest part really is just trying to find time to even record sometimes. That's really the hardest part. Scheduling is very difficult. Yeah. I mean, with the scheduling stuff, because we've even had talks about doing other shows too on top of this, where we want to do like a D&D podcast. And we even did like a one episode shot of it. And it just never went anywhere because we couldn't get everyone to line up. And that's mostly my fault. (laughs) My schedule sucks. So I, I take full responsibility for that. Um, but yeah, I think it's it's funny that you mentioned the, the writing things down stuff now. Because I remember when we first started, we had like really, really extensive like intro, outro, middle block, right? Like big outlines mm-hmm. of what we wanted to say for the episode. And then after a while, like there's one or two episodes that we just scrapped that whole thing and wrote down nothing and just went in blind. And we were like, this is actually really fun being able to improv it. But then I felt like a little bit down the line, it's like there was a lot of spots where I felt like I was just repeating the same thing over and over again. 
Yeah. And then now we started kind of writing things down again. But I feel like it's more of a loose like collection of thoughts. So that mm-hmm. if you feel like you're kind of straying away from your idea, you have a, like a little bullet point to pull you back from. So it's still sh- like written out, but not as structured as what we originally did, where it felt like we were literally like reading a fucking book. <laughs> yeah, like I remember in the beginning, we would have that where we just write out everything. Yeah. And it like you said, it did kind of sound like we were just, you know, reading off of a page, which I mean, I'm, People do that, you know, I, I I can tell when I listen to some podcast or even like YouTube, like you can tell it's just straight reading off. And when we tried that whole like improv, it was cool. I, I loved it. Yeah. But like you said, it's it's hard to not loop back and keep talking about something mm-hmm. or, you know, some of the ideas that you had before the show that you want to talk about, you just forget to bring up. So like nowadays I just have like bullet points on my screen about okay this is what I want to make sure you know gets out there. Mm-hmm. And it honestly makes it so much easier like that. Yeah. But still keep the whole improv. Like most of these episodes it's improv for me. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly. I mean say like most of it like we can release the show notes I guess. It's just a mess. <laughs> it's just yeah. like <laughs> It's just random phrases and shit, like copy, paste, written out, typed out, weird thoughts, or like, hey, this is a question I want to ask during this episode, and I'll just write it really big and bold and like change it to red to make sure I don't forget to ask that question. Because I think that was one of the big things, too, like you mentioned, was that there's so many things that you feel like you forget to say during an episode. Um, And so it's nice to have like some sort of bullets or something that you was kind of important to you during your research. To make sure that's like bolded and put off to the side so it's easy to pick up in your notes you're like okay i really want to make sure that i can tie it back to this this topic again like let's get back to here so that i don't forget and then you don't feel like you left anything out for the episode yeah so over this past year we've made quite a few episodes about 53 to be exact um what is your favorite one or what what are some of the ones that stand out to you like as far as topic wise um and things like that uh i think the first one that really stuck out to me was our sixth episode which was the deep dive into disco elysium Mm, that's a good one Uh, i was yeah i always wanted to do like a review Mm -hmm. you know like i used to write reviews on game facts and stuff back in the day but as someone who still wants to do YouTube stuff with reviews, this like once we did that, I was like, I can do this. Like it's not as hard and scary as you would think mm-hmm. because, you know, it was fun playing the game. I mean, it's still one of my most favorite games and it just, it felt good. You know, it, it was different because we never had done a review at that point yet. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was, like I said, only the six episodes, so we were still pretty young. And listening to it now, it's like you can tell the difference in, like, the audio and everything. It's kind of, it's fun listening to the old episodes because it's cool to see how far we've come. But, I like, it reminds me a lot of L.A. Noir in a sense that you're in this town that seems like it's back in time, like, older Mm-hmm. But it's not. And the way that you can build your character is something that I've never seen in a game. And I 
I love playing customizable RPGs. I love games with huge speech trees and like moral systems, right? Mm-hmm. This game, it doesn't have like a moral meter, like say Mass Effect or Dragon Age, where it's like, oh, I'm, I'm going too much into the, the good side or I'm going too much into like the, the renegade side. Like basically you're, you're building your character like yourself. And the actions you choose, you, I mean, you can be anything. You could be, you could be a dick and like be rude to everybody, or you could be submissive, where you know everyone just kind of walks all over you. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I liked is that, I mean, your character is an alcoholic, and if you wanted to keep that up, you could. That one really sticks out to me. A lot. I think another one. I do like the the make your game episodes we did. Oh yeah, those are fun. We have two of those. Yeah, I I kind of hope we can probably fit one of those again soon. Those are always interesting. Uh, for those of people who are strange and did not start at the beginning of the show uh, <laughs> and just jumped in here, what's uh what is the we make a game episode for those guys? So. We basically, there's a website out there that kind of like collectively, like it'll just be like, here's a genre, here's a theme, mm-hmm. right? So we'll pick a random genre, a random theme, and the setting. And we just kind of build a little game off of that with our own ideas. And that, at least that was the first episode. The second one was even more improv, where we just kind of like went free flow with mm-hmm. it. And just try and make a game based off of, you know, random words or random ideas. And I mean, honestly, not the toot our own horn, but some of the ideas are actually really cool. Yeah. Like the it, Viking it'd be game. Fun. That was pretty rad. Viking, the car RPG. Oh, yeah. Like, it's just, I don't know. They were, they were fun. You know, it's, it's cool having episodes where you can just be silly and do something a little different. Yeah, I agree. Game damn numbers. Oh, here we go. 18 racing. 18 racing game. All right. A genre that I am not very familiar with. I kind of am, weirdly enough. Okay, so let me re-roll that. I got a 17 again. Okay. We have an MMO racing game. Oh, this is easy. (laughs) Yeah. It's cars, but as an MMO. Like the movie, like the, like the movie yes. Cars. <laughs> so it's just a bunch of anatomically like. <laughs> are all the cars anatomically correct cars running around? <laughs> no, they're gonna be having fat backs and weird little faces on them. Oh gosh! <laughs> so you're just a car. You're a sentient car, and you cruise around. You just drive in, and there's like races that you can do. <laughs> Races, but how about this, right? So I'm kind of comparing this to like Final Fantasy fourteen, right? So that you you're you're embodiment you're like the engine, right? Different class systems could be different kind of cars, so you could be a truck, so you'd be kind of like a tank. Well, I guess tanks could be in it because they're vehicles too. But um think about like a hatchback that's going to be your like rogue because it's like fast paced, it's quick, it's sneaky. So we have like a Volkswagen GTI as like a rogue class. Yeah. 
right? And then like a tank class could be like a Jeep Wrangler, right? It just rolls up. It's off roading. Yeah, Anything like off roading, right? There you go. <laughs> we got your Mage, which is uh, Ooh, the Honda Civic. <laughs> See, I feel like the Honda Civic would be like that, like all rounder class. Like it would be like that class. It just kind of gets. It'd be like a Red Mage, I guess you could think. What about you? So I really the like there's a block of episodes that really stand out to me. And I think it's because like, it encompasses everything that I want from the show, from gaming culture, like evolving from it. Right. Like all of it. It's our Pride Month episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the biggest one or there's two that really stand out that I absolutely love. It's the social xenophobia which is episode oh, yeah. 36. That one was great. It felt so good recording that episode. Like, I, I kid you not, guys. Like, usually when we we record, like, I'll play them back whenever I'm editing them later. But this one, I, like, hop back in, listen to it right away. When it got posted, I listened to it a couple times because, like, it just felt good recording this episode. And it felt right to get that kind of a message out there. Some people ask these Twitch streamers some very intricate questions. Intricate. <laughs> I can't talk today. Uh, <laughs> questions like, like even Ninja, right? One of the top streamers ever is giving out relationship advice to random strangers on his streams, which I think is very interesting dynamic there. Because let's say you saw Ninja in a party somewhere, you wouldn't go up to him and be like. Hey, man, I'm having a really hard time with my girlfriend right now. Uh, Do you have any advice for what I should be doing? Oh, by the way, my name is, you know, like, GamerGuy595 or whatever the hell, right? Yeah, 426.9BlazeBlazeXXX, right? Like, like, you wouldn't do that. Or at least I don't, unless you're, like, extremely extroverted. But if you're extremely extroverted, then you being on Twitch in that situation probably wouldn't be happening, right? It, it, I mean, could, it could. But... I mean, I, I think with when you start introducing the dynamics of like Twitch and YouTube or any, any form where there's a content creator, right? These people, like a lot of people watch streamers like every day or, you know, they'll watch videos from a creator every, like all the time where they feel like they create a special bond with someone that maybe they that don't. dangerous, though. It's, I feel like it's yeah. two things. It's, one, being close to a celebrity, which, I mean, when you think about it, we've never been able to be close to celebrities like Hollywood style. So being able to converse with someone who has maybe like 800,000 followers on Twitch and they're talking to you and you feel connected to them, it it's, brings a whole different dynamic to it that you know it's it's a different bond and the problem with this is that i mean it can go different ways right and we've seen it it's some people will look at the streamers maybe like almost like a brother or sister or anything like that where it's like a family kind of thing where they'll you know ask questions but then we start seeing the other side of it where people start either falling in love with the streamer or, you know, thinking it's like, you know, they're a special person and then it starts turning toxic. But I think it's, you know, just that human connection that we used to feel in person. I mean, you can feel that way with someone that you talk to all the time 
you know, virtually. I mean. And then we were lucky enough to have a guest on the show. And it was Freya Love. Um, she is a drag queen who is on the Queens of Adventure podcast, a real play D&D podcast, where a bunch of drag queens travel the fantasy realms and get in trouble while doing it. So, like, it's super funny. She's an amazing person, but it was so, so fun to have her on the show and just chat with her for a bit. We actually just did a re- episode recently talking about representation in video games and how mm-hmm. it's kind of evolving over time and becoming more prominent in a way. Um, what's your take on that? Do you feel like we're moving in the right direction? Have Are we not moving fast enough? Like what? I mean, in general, I don't mm-hmm. think anyone's ever moving fast enough. Uh, we could have been far, far along in some other timeline in another completely yeah. different universe. Um, but I mean, like, as far as like games go, like I, in the last month, just realized that they had, um, setups for people who have colorblindness. Like I bought oh, Mortal yeah. Kombat, um, a, a month or so ago, like two months ago, started playing that. And, um, it had asked like, Hey, what color set works for you? And I was like, Oh, I didn't, I'd never thought of it. I'm not colorblind. I don't think of these things. So it's kind of awesome that. Uh, they're doing things like that. As far as um, queer representation, there could absolutely be so much more, um, especially when it comes to trans individuals. Because I mean, like in Mortal Kombat, we can just be like, oh yeah, Sub-Zero is gay, whatever. Like yeah. that could be your own thing for yourself. <laughs> but like uh, there, there are so many facets to trans and non-binary people. I being a trans woman, uh, you know, there are people who are just non-binary. There are people who are trans, but no op. There are people who are trans and, you know, choose to do certain operations, not all. And mm-hmm. um, there are so there's a huge spectrum of color, um, if you will, uh, that isn't necessarily being represented. And it's really cool that in certain games, I believe Skyrim is one of them, where you can create your character. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, you know tons of other th- games that are like that but there are still not exactly all 100% options that can make you see or help see yourself in this video game yeah that was fun. it's funny you bring those two up especially the, the social xenophobia because I feel like that was to me the episode that kind of teetered us into the path we're on now Mm -hmm. like i feel like after that episode it really i don't know i felt that was the episode like we grew that that you know like like you leveled up that was the clicking point right that was the yeah yeah like it was like before that like it was good you know but it after that i was like whoa like this is really good like it just sounded so professional it was still funny like you know it it sounded like really different from what we had Mm -hmm. and i still think like it's probably one of like another one of my top favorites that was the other one i was going to mention yeah it's a great one and it it led us into this little idea for like blocks of episode uh like a Mm -hmm. little mini series so that one was for pride month and then we also did uh game mechanics and then our next uh, miniseries was what? What's the Dark Ages of Gaming, right? Yeah, yep. which is what we're currently working on right now. Um, and the Dark Ages Gaming, I think, is super, super fun because it goes over something that I, I was was like harped on when I went to school for game design was 
that you you yes you want to look into the games that are successes right but you want to look at the games that failed more so that you can learn from them because every game has a good idea within it and it just might not have been implemented correctly or it's just in the wrong setting so like there's there's something there that people really enjoyed and loved to want to spend the time to make this game but ultimately it failed so you need to as a designer go in find what made this fail what was the good idea and then just kind of explore that and see what you can play with like everyone can make another PUBG or battle royale yeah they they're gonna make money they right they that works that system mm-hmm. works and it's an easy system to implement but if you want to be more innovative you want to push the boundaries you want to look at the things that quote-unquote failed and why did they fail because there's there's something good in there and I think that's one of the big things that I've noticed for every single one of these games and consoles, there's something actually really interesting and really compelling in every single one of these games and consoles. Like there's something that really stands out as like a holy shit moment of like, wow, that's a really cool idea. Or, But it just wasn't, you know, like executed properly or poor advertisement led it down the wrong path. So there's so many, so many things like that or so many cases of that um, within gaming culture. So. It's been a really fun series to go over and just learn about. Yeah, I I really enjoy this whole like block thing that we're doing, like seasons. And it's it, it makes it interesting because you can do a lot more research and it's just it sounds I don't know. I it I really look forward to doing episodes when it's like that. And I'm really excited to see like what our next one will be and the one after that. So, you know, if you guys have any ideas or want to hear something or yeah, just let us know, hit us up in our, uh, on the socials. Easiest way to find us is through Instagram. It's glitch cube pod. So you can find us. easy. That's, uh, that's definitely one thing for the new year. I want to focus on is trying to get the Twitter Mm -hmm. a little more up and going. Cause I know quite a few people, use it so it'd be good to uh it does seem to be popular right <laughs> yeah it just a little just bit a little bit a little bit yeah i think that kind of goes into a really good question what's your expectations for this next coming year what what do you where you've seen what kind of Ooh. growth that we were able to do this year so where do you see us what's your projections for us for next year i think for this coming year i I would like to see us maybe travel more into the video mm-hmm. world, either through Twitch or YouTube or even TikToks, so like just to get our faces out there. You know, it'd be it'd be cool because I was like when I see a face to a voice and like when I see like other podcasts that we talk to, it's it's cool when I see their faces. I'm like, oh, that you know, it's it's cool matching mm-hmm. that. But I mean, definitely that. I would like, like, I want to start working on doing, uh, like indie reviews for the channel as well, either up and coming or, you know, ones that get overshadowed by the bigger indie games. Um, you know, just show love to like developers and artists out there that, you know, they make something great, but because maybe they don't have the marketing money and stuff, they just don't get pushed out there. And, you know, I want to I want to build that community, not just with who we have, but it'd be cool to reach out to, you know, the creators and 
Yeah, I'm I'm really excited. I definitely really want to start working on video work because I'm I'm starting to enjoy video editing. So that's good because that's tough. <laughs> yeah, it's fun, but yeah, it does get tiring. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I just love the fact that everything we're doing, we're self-teaching right now. Right. Yeah. Like I've never edited audio before the show. I had no idea how to do it. But then we just made it happen and did it. Now we're editing videos and you're like, I don't know what the fuck we're doing, but we're doing it. We're going to get it done. It is bad. Like when I did that first video, I was like watching so many tutorials. I'm like, okay, so this is how you cut it and move it over. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, ooh, jump cuts. This is kind of cool. And then it's like, okay, I don't want to be like, you know, a crazy YouTuber that just does like 20 in one minute. Right. So it's, it, it's interesting. And I felt like from doing that, I learned so much. And it makes me want to learn more and do more because I see some people's videos and it's just beautiful how they have it. And I'm like, I want that mm -hmm. for our channel. Yeah. yeah, I think that's one of the big things when we do put out videos. I think it's going to be at the same level and standard that we've made for our own podcast right now, um, because mm -hmm. we set a really high bar for ourselves. Like it's not from anyone's like, you know. No one is crap talking our show. No one said anything negative. Everyone's been extremely positive. But I, I mean, I personally like to make sure that we're continuously pushing ourselves um, mm -hmm. to make sure that we just keep bettering ourselves, not just with the way that we make the content, but the way it sounds with what we're presenting. Um, we've even changed the logo already throughout this year in one year. But in <laughs> which I was like, oh, maybe we can do another one. But I don't want to do that. <laughs> I like our logo right now. It's nice, clean, simple. Um, yeah, but so for me this next year, what I really, really hope to do, and I think we're going to, I think we're in the right space for it. And we've laid a lot of groundwork over the last couple months. And that is more collaboration. Like mm -hmm. I want to open the doors. I want to open those gates to more and more collaboration. And we have some amazing people who have been reaching out to us who also have their own shows, who do such amazing work. And I want to make sure that I just kind of reach out and um, mention a couple people. If I forget somebody, I'm terribly sorry, but these are just some of the ones that kind of like stood out real fast. Um, of course, the Side Questing podcast. You guys always show us support and love, and your stuff is amazing. The Main Quest podcast, Play Cube, Gamecast. Uh, press any button. Um, yes, we will be getting you your promo. Don't worry. <laughs> I know it's been a little bit. Thank you for your patience. Um, John or Geeks, of course. Thank you guys for everything. Uh, yeah, And thank you for the big shout out on your last episode. Really, really appreciate all that love. Um, we have, you know, WTF Famicom or WT Famicom. Like you guys are always there helping us out. Um, Goodnight Grooves, Believer Skeptic Podcast even. Um, I, I actually had a guest spot on Believer Skeptic Podcast, which is a like spooky thriller podcast. Um, they let me tell one of my horror stories, which is really nice. Um, the List Off Podcast, of course, Freya Love. Um, she does amazing stuff. Pigeons Rule the World or Save the World Podcast. We did a guest spot on there as well. Um, gosh, there's so many Nerdy Bear Studios. Th like, thank you for all the love. Punches and Dragons. Like, you do such a like. Love your stuff. Keep keep it up. Um, God damn, there's so many. I know it, it's just endless, just, and it's that's another thing I love about this podcast is we've been able to meet so many awesome people. Yeah. So just thank you all. We love you all. 
Thank you, thank you, thank you. From the bottom of our heart, every time you guys say something nice about it, it's like it just means so much. And I think that's the one big thing that I absolutely love about podcasting is that personal connection that you're getting with your your listener. You really feel like you get to know that person because it's such a like like a unique experience, right? Like you mm-hmm. like they're talking to you for an hour a day in your ears and it feels like you're part of it. And I think that comes down to the editing as well. And that's one thing that I really want to focus on and keep boosting is I want you to feel like you're in the room with us. I don't want you to feel like you're listening to just a recording. Like you need to feel like you're in that room. Like you're, you're feeling the pauses, you're feeling the weight of the breath, right? Like that's where I'm kind of trying to get. And it's maybe I'm being too anal and critical about the editing, but it's something that I really strive for. So yeah, once again, thank you guys so much. And we are 100% open to any collaborations that you guys want to do. Anything really like we shoot like movies, games, it doesn't have to be games, it could be anything. Like We have yeah crazy interest as well. Like I'm a huge movie buff. I love shitty movies. The worse a movie is, the better it is, in my opinion. <laughs> um, I've gone to art school. I mean, Chris, you or you, like you love music, right? Like, mm-hmm. like we. I my interests are pretty much everywhere. Just if you're gonna talk sports, I don't really know much. I only know soccer, but even then, it's very like poor. I so. can pretend. <laughs> Yeah, I, I can smile and nod, you know. That's that's perfect for an audio medium. Let me just smile <laughs> exactly. and nod in the background. <laughs> oh, geez. But yeah, so, I mean, gosh, it's been so much fun just doing this show. And really, I want to say a big thank you to also to our loved ones for putting up with mm-hmm. this, <laughs> for being quiet in the other room while we record sometimes. You know, like, right yeah, exactly. Yes. Right? <laughs> Thank you, Ashley. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's just really, it really means a lot. And all the support that they've been giving us, even though, I mean, this is not a money making thing. This is just, this has just been for fun. And we've been having a really great time doing it and them feeling comfortable, le- like, just letting this happen as like a fun little hobby. Um, mm-hmm. And biggest my biggest thank you is to you chris thank you for being a part of this with me i really appreciate it man like if it wasn't for our talks and stuff we would never be here like this has been awesome and i've been having so much fun over this time not just getting to know you more but being at your wedding oh my gosh that was amazing (laughs) and just helping grow this show with you like it's been a great great year so far it's been amazing and I want to say thank you to you too, buddy. Hell yeah. Like, it's it's crazy, you know? Like, I I feel like I've grown just in many different ways just from doing this this past year. And it's I feel like my social skills have improved too. Like, I, I feel like it's easier for me to talk to people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, it's been awesome getting to know you better and... I don't know. It's it's really fun. Like this journey is like exciting because I'm like, okay, like what are we going to do next? Yeah. You know, like right. we're doing, in my opinion, really well. And with how particular we are, it's like you're you're intricate with like certain things and I'm like other different things. And it just kind of meshes well. Yeah. Like we've never had like an argument or mm-hmm. like nothing. Like it's just, it's been perfect. The perfect relationship. Ah, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. 
Um, yeah, I just so okay. Here's like big. We talked about where we kind of feel like we might be ending up in the next year, and I felt like what we said was very on par with what is possible, right? So, mm-hmm. what is like the ultimate stretch goal? Like, holy shit, moment uh, for this show for you? Ooh, I mean, ooh, that's kind of difficult. I mean. I got one real quick. I mean, for me, studio space, baby. Like, oh, like yeah. If we get a studio, we get in there. So we actually have a place to stretch out and move around and get the video stuff going. Um, we can have Akaika Hudgens, who did our intro music. He wants to work with us as well in a studio space, and he has everything ready there. Like, it would just be really amazing to be able to get there and do that. And actually... um, yeah, I've been thinking about uh, redoing the. Um, no, nah, I'll cut that for later. I want to talk to you about that actually. Yeah, that's fine. But I think studio space would be huge. That would be amazing for everything. It's just being able to like doing this for last year over Zoom and Skype and all the various different shit that we tried out. <laughs> it's like it's one thing, but being in person it would be such a different vibe, and I would love that feeling. Yeah, I was actually thinking about it uh, yesterday. I was thinking, man, it'd be like, I remember we were talking about wanting to get a studio eventually. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, it's it doesn't seem like it's that hard to achieve in the end. You know, it's but it is something that, you know, would be awesome because it's just it. I feel like it would change everything yeah. to the better. Yeah. It's funny. It's one of those things like, do you have one of those items in your life that once you get it, like you'll feel like you've made it? Does that make any sense? Yeah. Do you have any one of those? Because I do. And I've always had it when I was a kid. Like ever since I was a kid, if I I ever felt like if I got an El Camino, then I I would be good. (laughs) Like I'd be set. That means that my life is going great. I don't have to worry about money. I have an El Camino. (laughs) (laughs) It's such a weird. I mean, it's a great it's car. It's an awesome car. It's such a weird goal in my head, but it's something that I've always wanted. <laughs> such a weird one. What, do you have anything like that? I'm just curious. Oh, jeez. I felt like I've always wanted to own a gold bar. Just, just, just a solid like gold have bar. It. Just a solid gold <laughs> bar, you know? Just a fucking. Big it doesn't have to be actually heavy, it can just be a gold bar. You just use it to like prop up the fucking uh, the it's paperweight. Yeah, it's a paperweight or like a wobbly chair. You just put it. <laughs> yeah, it holds up my camera. You know, it can be like a little like. Oh back my stool gosh, that'd be your camera stand. Yeah, it was just a fucking gold bar. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's funny. I love how we have very rational goals. <laughs> exactly. I mean, we could say like a yacht or something like that. Did you say yacht? <laughs> yeah you don't want a boat I, I thought it was just yacht oh it is oh. <laughs> it's been a long day it's okay same here same here I agree actually um, I think that's good I think we should probably yeah, yeah right I, we don't need to like muddy it up with uh, games and stuff yeah no, nah, no, nah, we're good yeah and I mean actually I think that's perfect timing for right now uh, 
we're going to be signing off. I know this is kind of a shorter episode. We didn't really go into any games this time, but really we just wanted to say thank you to the community. Thank you to everybody for all the love you've given us over this past year. And we are just so excited to see what this next year comes or what comes of this next year and where we go and just, I mean, sky's the limit and we're super excited to, to hit the ground running. Honestly, I'm very excited. I have so much shit here. Dive into the ground. Oh man. If you could see the piles of microphones and shit that I have around me right now, I look like <laughs> a damn hoarder. I'm ready for us to move up and get some more people involved in this. So yeah. But yeah, so that's going to do it for us this week. Thank you so, so, so much. We love you all. Absolutely. From the bottom of our hearts. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And with that, uh, bye. Bye.